Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Got some busy, busy news to talk about. Busy show, busy morning. Breaking news. I think that's what I meant to say. Start it again. Welcome to the program. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Some breaking news. Been a busy morning here. We'll edit it out in the uh, rear. Just fix it in post. Yeah, fix it in post here. Uh, Connecticut's uh, football program has decided they're not going to play this year. And uh, according to their athletic director, after receiving guidance from state and public health officials and consulting with football student-athletes, we've decided that we will not compete on the gridiron this season. The safety challenges created by COVID-19 place our football student-athletes at an unacceptable level of risk. Uh, It's not surprising that we have a school or maybe we're going to have a couple of schools that do this. I don't know if it's a harbinger of what's going to happen with other schools. But as Connecticut announces that uh, they're not going to be playing football this year, the Big Ten just announced that uh, Big Ten is going ahead as scheduled. They're going to have a full conference slate. The plan is for the Big Ten to play 10-game conference schedule, conference only, including nine current opponents in one additional cross-division game. They're hoping to start the weekend of September 5th. Final games will be slated for November 21st, and that will align with the academic calendars. Ten games would be played over at least 12 weeks. There are going to be uh, two open dates for Big Ten schools. The schedule is structured to maximize flexibility. Everybody has a bye week November 28th. They're still hoping to have the Big Ten title game as well. That would be the first week in December, and that'll be in Indianapolis. They could go as late as December 19th. Teams can begin preseason practices on Friday, uh, August 7th, or earlier if permitted under NCAA guidelines there. So that's what's happening this morning in the span of the last 30 minutes 
Well, uh, Big Ten announcing their plans for 2020 and Connecticut announcing they're not playing football. Yes, Paul. Dan, you grew up in Ohio and the biggest sporting event of the year and where you grew up was what? Usually me on a Friday night playing basketball against Kings Mill. or Other than that. Mass- okay. Maybe a little broader. Okay. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan. What's the traditional uh, time frame of Ohio State, Michigan football game? Thanksgiving weekend. Dan, Ohio State, Michigan this year will be played on Saturday, October 24th. It will not be the last game of the Big Ten season. It'll be uh, three weeks before the last weekend of the year. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Surprising, too. Well, if they play, then I'm fine. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be, I, I said I was not going to be picky. I was not going to be critical. If they play, whenever they play, great. Did they bump it up for that reason? To ensure it gets played. Bump it up three weeks. I don't know. I kept thinking, do you move? Well, they're trying to fit this in into the academic calendar for the students to be on campus. They want to they want to limit the amount of time they're on campus the best they can. And that's why you have 10 games over 12 weeks. Yes, McLovin. But isn't that good because it lets Michigan possibly end their season on a high note instead of. (laughs) Wait, we're uh, we're four and a half minutes into the show. Michigan ends their season with Northwestern. But uh, oh, great. Uh, Rich Eisen can uh, have a nice moment in November. (laughs) Wow. All right. Welcome to the program. Uh, Already in progress, as you can tell. If you'd like to be a part of the program, you can. You can dial us up. You can uh, email us. You can tweet us if you'd like. We say good morning to Chat Row. And uh, you can watch on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show and our great radio affiliates around the country, numbering 362. Yes, Seton O'Connor. You had mentioned earlier, Dan, um, that UConn, unfortunately, won't be competing on the gridiron this year. Uh, technically, they weren't going to be competing on the gridiron either way. Oh, so wow. That's uh, <laughs> five minutes and 20 seconds in. We've taken a shot at Michigan and UConn. Might as well throw Rutgers in there. Now they're not going to be able to lose 56 to three this season. You can't. Mm. <laughs> Come on, Fritzy. Rutgers, they had, what, 25 new positive tests there? I I don't know how Rutgers plays this year. Because you have, states are also deciding on the travel restrictions. And if you come into a state, how long do you have to quarantine? And that, I think, is going to be a a big hurdle here. I saw where the uh, Mississippi governor, Tate Reeves, was talking about a mask mandate. He says, I want to see college football. He said this uh, yesterday, the best way for that to occur is for all of us to realize wearing a mask, as irritating as that can be, and I promise I hate it more than anyone watching, is critical. All right. Hey, whatever gets you to wear a mask, even if it doesn't have anything to do with health, but it has to do with watching football, I'm okay with that. Um, so that that's the governor of uh, Mississippi. And uh, saying if you, nobody likes wearing a mask, I've never met somebody who goes, thank God, I love wearing a mask. Unless you're a bank robber. I don't know if anybody goes. Whew. Yes, Todd. Or if you're like a hermit or some type of antisocial person, this is a, you know, a great time of life for you people. Well, I think if you're a celebrity and you don't have to talk to the paparazzi because you have the mask on. And I remember being at LAX, and this is a while ago, right at the very beginning, you had uh, tourists coming in from China or Korea or Japan, and they had masks on. And I remember seeing a celebrity who 
the paparazzi was waiting for him outside LAX and he put on a mask and they were asking him questions. And then he, he just pointed to his mask like, I don't have to talk to you. So that might be somebody who would benefit from this. But no, nobody likes wearing it. But if it if it means you'll wear it, because if you don't, we're not going to have football. And the players know this. They have to be policing themselves. And for the fans, you can help too. wear the mask. A lot could happen between now and the beginning of the college football season, but a couple of potential first-round picks have already decided to opt out of the season to prep for the draft. Now, first you had the Virginia Tech cornerback, Caleb Farley, and he is expected to be a first-round draft pick. Yesterday, the Minnesota wide receiver, Rashad Bateman, who's expected to be a first-round pick, said he's not coming back. If you're a Big Ten fan, you know about Bateman. He's a really good player and a three-time Big Ten wide receiver. Um, also, I, I think he was the Big Ten receiver of the year. I don't know if we're going to see a big name opt out, and that would mean Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields at Ohio State. If you've already cemented your status as a top pick, um, are you going to stay? Are you going to chance this, risk this? If there's unfinished business, then that might mean we're going to stay. Trevor Lawrence wants to win another national title, maybe a Heisman Trophy, same with Justin Fields. But Lawrence and Fields seem like guys who care about their team, what their team will do. They already know they're going to be high draft picks. The next few weeks are going to be interesting as players decide on their future and teams try to get ready for a very, very unusual season. And that's what it is. These are strange times here. And I, you know, somebody wants to opt out for whatever reason, that's on you. I understand it. It should be your choice. Hopefully you're not pressured in one way or another. Um, saw a story about Colorado State that uh, some of the players said that uh, maybe the coaching staff is not totally transparent with the number of players who've tested positive here. And this is not surprising, though. If you're a mid-sized school and you're trying to gain an advantage here, I just hope these coaches, athletic directors, are truly factoring in the health of these student-athletes. I mean, we call them student-athletes. They're athletes. And I hope that they're factoring that in as we get ready for this college football season. NBA is here. They've done a great job. Baseball, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh, NHL's done a great job. we got golf, the PGA Championship, starting tomorrow. The NFL, the NFL can do a better job creating their bubble than college football can. I'm really doubtful that college football can pull this off. You might start. I just don't think it's possible that you're going to finish. And the NCAA has an announcement today. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's about the fall championships. And I'm guessing we're still playing for a championship, having a Final Four, because there's so much money at stake. And let's face it, every one of these sports, I know they love to say, well, we need it. You know, the fans need sports. We do. But the reason why these leagues are going to try to pull this off is the money. They need the money. We need the entertainment. They need the money. And that's why you're trying to see them pull this off. I mean, it's going to be an incredible magic act. It really will be. Penn and Teller are going to be envious if college football is able to pull this off. And you don't have a leader. At least I have Adam Silver or I have Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman, They've done very good jobs here. But with college football, Mark Emmert, 
Mark Emmert, he reminds me of the uh, the traffic guy, you know, that at school. Like he's not official, but he acts official. Like he's he's got a badge, but it's not really a badge. He doesn't get a gun. He gets a walkie-talkie or something, but he can get you from point A to point B. But that's about it. I don't think you're getting arrested if you don't listen to it. But, uh, you know, that's part of the problem with college football is who is running college football? And as much as we want to say the Power Five conferences, it's everybody for themselves right now. But we're going to try to get this started. Players going to be reporting, and here we go. But... uh UConn has decided not worth it. And you know what? Connecticut has come out of this. It, Connecticut was a hot spot. And, you know, one of the first places where you had an outbreak in Westport, Connecticut. And it feels like Connecticut's done a pretty good job here. Now, that might be the governor saying, yeah, and we want to continue to do a really good job here. We don't want to, you know, be strident in protecting everybody in the state for four months and all of a sudden go, hey, let's play football. Because that is the philosophy, the mindset of some of these schools, some of these conferences. And Connecticut saying, no, we're not going to do it. Rutgers with travel restrictions, I just, I don't see Rutgers being able to play football in the fall. Yeah, Paul. There's also an article on ESPN today where they went through all the different college football programs and how many have not issued any directive about fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. So not only are they working on schedules, there's a lot of college, a lot of college football programs that are still anticipating having crowds as of right now. Yeah, I, I think that they're waiting until the last minute. You want to give the impression, hey, we tried. But I do think that some schools will have fans in the stands. I do. And I don't think the NCAA can tell you whether you can or can't. This is a state by state, it feels like. The governor is probably going to be involved in it. And what governor wants to say to his constituents, hey, we're not going to have fans in the stands. No, you don't want to be that guy who says that. But some states are going to be, you know, different than others as far as what they're allowed to do, not allowed to do. But a lot of this has to do with the travel restrictions or when you come into a state, quarantine. And there's almost there's an honor system that goes on in some states where they they want you to be honest with where you've been. Did you quarantine? Have you been out socially? Uh, so it's it's ever evolving here. Yes, Fritzy. Now, if you're the parent of a college football player, does this UConn? I know they're not Alabama or Ohio State. That's a smaller level. Does that sway you in any way? If you're on the fence about whether you're going to let your kid suit up this season? What do you mean? Seeing seeing this news of UConn canceling their season. If you're a parent on the fence about whether you should let your student athlete play college football. Does that do anything to uh, sway you one way or the other about letting them get out there? I don't think anybody going to Alabama or their kid going to Alabama is thinking about what happened at Connecticut. I don't think, you know, people aren't really thinking about Connecticut at, even during the season when they are playing football. You know, safety precautions, okay. You're going to have smaller schools who are going to cancel their football uh, schedule. That's going to happen. But if you're going to Alabama, you're thinking – Nick Saban is going to have the best protocols in place because this is so important to that state and we're, we're playing for a national championship. Connecticut? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the guidelines are in Alabama. I know what they are in Connecticut and they're pretty strict in Connecticut. Alabama? I don't know. Yeah, Paul. And, and you've been talking about this five top five conferences, 60 teams. That's the future college football. Today shows it. The Big Ten hitting the gas. 
the other teams like you know Rutgers doesn't belong anywhere near big time college football. Either does UConn. Either does either do Colorado State. No offense, they're not high end college football programs. Get the programs that are there. Get those five uh, conferences together. Start paying the players. Get it, you know that that's a future. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like the Power Five is the future. I just don't know about the financial aspect of it. But I do think you will be treated more as a pro in waiting, maybe a semi-pro when you're in the, the uh, you know Big Five conference conferences. Yeah, uh, see. But those the teams that would be in the those Big Five conferences, like the Michigans and Ohio States and Alabamas, they're the they're the schools and teams that can afford that can weather these storms. You know, where they're not really worried about budget and infrastructure and things like that. And the number of players that they're going to be able to have. Yeah. Because I don't know if you can petition the NCAA and say, can we open this up? Can I have 15 more walk-ons? Come on. Because we saw this with baseball where they added 30 minor league players to the 30-man roster for the major leagues. All right, um, this program is brought to you by LegalZoom. We're all faced with new challenges these days. If you need legal help for yours, count on LegalZoom. You can start online. Network of independent attorneys can provide advice when you need it the most. And since LegalZoom isn't a law firm, you don't have to leave your home. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. All right. Uh, the opt-out day for the NFL is tomorrow. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk will join us coming up in an hour from now. Phone calls are always welcome. McLovin, you're sitting on a poll question. I am. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you right now. Oh, that's You're going to have to wait tease. six minutes. That, that's a tease. By the way, we had a power outage in uh, Connecticut uh, along the eastern seaboard, as they like to say. And uh, I think everybody lost power except for McLovin. You didn't lose power, did you? No, I did not. All right. Yeah, it was one of those. My wife goes, well, what are you going to do? And I said, uh, I think I'll be okay. I sat down in the basement in the dark by myself, smoked a cigar, and had a little tequila on the rocks. And she, my wife walks down with a flashlight, <laughs> and she goes, that's so sad. I said, no, no, it's nice. It's my normal night. You know, get to around 7, 15, 7, 20, get down there, watch the beginning of Entertainment Tonight with Kevin Frazier, watch a little basketball, main cabin masters, building off the grid, that's it. Barnyard builders, some baseball. My boy Dustin May of the Dodgers. I, I, I you know, I was going to be okay. Although I didn't get to see anything last night, but I just sat down there, and as the great Gary Allen once sang, "Smoke rings in the dark," and that was pretty much me last night. Yes, Paul. McLovin didn't just not didn't just uh, he didn't lose power. He gained power last night. He was holding it over us. He's texting about what he's watching, what he's doing. He's Ooh. like, I got Wi-Fi. He was having fun with it. The guy I was worried about was Fritzy because he was starting to panic because he was walking around the neighborhood. He was going door to door, see if he could use their Internet. I was moving my phone around to the clouds, <laughs> trying to find any kind of signal at all for just something. I can't get it. I can't get anybody. I said, it's OK. We walked for blocks and then we drove like all over every friend, acquaintance that might have some kind of generator or backup Wi-Fi system. Fritzy called me and I go, what do you want? You did say it like that. I know I did. I hurt my feelings a little bit. And I said, what do you want? Like I was interrupting you with your flashlight you and your tequila. You were. Yes, Just in it. case you didn't get my text saying that I have no way to communicate with you guys. Okay. <laughs> That's always so weird when somebody's like, hey, guys, like they send you a text message and they're like, hey, just FYI, got no way of uh, communicating here. So I'm going to be down for a little while. I'm like, how did you text us that then? 
No, because a couple of my texts. you text us that stuff? A couple of texts came back that said not delivered, and then sometimes they said it didn't. It gave oh, you a green thing, and then there was. Like Todd, a did you drive around to those houses, or did your wife drive you around <laughs> to those houses? Uh, my wife was driving you, while well, I was panicking next to her, trying to see if I can get any kind of signal with my phone. There why no would you think that the neighbors would have some type of magic uh, Wi-Fi? Because uh, we had a couple of friends up the road that I know had generators, and but even with the generator, they still weren't getting anything because it, it was the cell phone towers, which has nothing to do with if you have a generator or not. But I couldn't accept. I can't imagine how panicked you were because you have to have, you're connected. You have to be connected. She convinced me to call you, Jed. You could blame, uh, you could blame my wife. I'm like, I can't book any guests. I can't contact anyone. I don't know what to do here. I was like, I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So, so she said, call Dan if you're that worried about it. Let, just let him know that uh, you have no power. So at you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, if they thought that you've been working on things for hours and you couldn't, if that makes you feel better. Yes, so then I call you and then you give me, what do you want? Yes, Eden. I can't contact anyone. I can't book any guests. I better call Dan to tell him. Your phone worked and your texting worked. The phone initially didn't work, and then I found one spot in the kitchen where I got through it again. But the, 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 I better text the guys to let them know I can't send any text messages. But making a phone call is very different than I wasn't getting receiving or being able to send any kind of emails or anything. But I eventually was able to, uh, to get a signal to at least call you to let you know the guest list might be slim. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if this is true. You know, I'm going to wait. I, I No, that, that, this has nothing to do with Fritzy. Um, there's a weird new rule in the Big Ten. I don't know if this is true or not, but I trust the reporter on it. I just, it's one of those where you go, this is mind boggling. What is going on? <sighs> That's a great tease. Eat it, Greeny. It's uh, 21 after the hour. We're going to take a break here. We're going to come back on the Dan Patrick Show right after this. Full Sail University, full speed ahead on your broadcasting career. You can get a degree in sportscasting. Not communications like I did, or journalism, or broadcasting. It's sportscasting. And it's a bachelor's degree. You can get it online or Full Sail's campus in Orlando, Florida. You're going to learn all the aspects from being in front of the camera, behind the camera, broadcasting, radio, everything in between. And one of the reasons why I partnered with Full Sail is their approach to education. It's hands-on learning, and they have immersive projects, and the faculty has real-world experience. In fact, the faculty that we have at Full Sail University teaching you sportscasting will rival any other faculty in America. In fact, it's better than any other faculty teaching this in America. I'm that confident because there are people who have been on camera, producers, directors, and they've worked at networks. They worked at ESPN with me at Full Sail. Earn the bachelor's degree in about half the time, as short as 20 months. And you can choose to earn your degree online or on campus in Orlando. To learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsale.edu slash danpatrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So once again, if you're just joining us, UConn has canceled their football season. But also... I don't even know what the name of the conference is. Is it like AAC that they're in? Are they independent? They were Big East, but they actually got canceled by, they have quite a few ACC uh, teams on their schedule. So they had already canceled because 
the ACC was not going to play out a conference. And then the Big Ten is uh, going to play a 10-game conference-only schedule, including nine current opponents and one additional cross-division game. And they hope to start September 5th. And they hope to have that Big Ten title game first weekend in December. And they can push that back to December 19th. A lot of contingency plans in place here. Um, I mentioned that there's a rule. I don't know if this is real or not. Now, Brett McMurphy, who is as connected as anybody covering college football, just sent this out. He tweeted, weird new Big Ten rule this year. Team that has been most recently quarantined gets the choice to receive the opening kickoff or defer to the second half. Okay. Fritzy, can you reach out to Brett McMurphy just to say, are you, is this real or not? We have. I've not heard back just okay. yet. Who thinks that this is real? The Big Ten rule this year, the team that has been most recently quarantined gets the choice to receive the opening kickoff or defer the second half. Yes, Todd? I think it's silly, but I think it's real. At least the way the tweet is worded, I'm buying into that thing like a real thing. McLovin? I wish I hadn't said it out because I realize now it's a joke. I think. Yeah, I was going to say, this seems like a joke, but... Although I just checked it out. So they've changed all the conferences are announcing new coin toss rules to minimize exposure. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so maybe. See, you know, that I don't like that if uh, Brett McMurphy is joking on the heels of the Big Ten sending out their information here. And as much respect as I have for him, I assume that this is real, even though it sounds like it's crazy. Just the fact that the Big Ten announced what their schedule was going to be, and then you put this out on the heels of that. Yeah, McLovin. I did check. It's like, it really is Brett McMurphy on Twitter. You know how, like, the fake Adam Schefter yeah. gets? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's him, and I, I do. I think he's joking. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Until about 30 seconds ago, I thought he was joking, but the way he worded it, and in the time we're go- in right now, mm-hmm. I, I think he is correct in reporting something. I think it's shocking that a team would be get a bonus for being quarantined. That would be, why don't you bonus the team that's not quarantined and doing things the right yeah, way? Yeah, being smart. Yes. Yeah. What if neither team had been quarantined? <laughs> then I think you have a coin toss. I mean, there's no way that's real. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. If that's real, I'm surprised. I thought it was a joke, and then I thought back for a second that that's something that a dumb conference commissioner would do to appear to be um, sympathetic to the situation. Yes, yeah, Todd. And I was looking for like an LOL or an eye roll or a laughing emoji, but that wouldn't clear it up either because that could just be his reaction to a bad rule that he's still stating as fact. This program brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. The all new GT four door coupe because life's a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you miss any interviews this week from the Mercedes AMG man cave, go to danpatrick.com. Watch and listen from inside the Mercedes AMG man cave, Mercedes AMG driving performance. Did you reach out to uh, Brett McMurphy? We have. Okay. Still trying to find All right. Thank you, Todd. McLovin, poll question today is what? Uh, Okay. If you were a college football player who thought you were going in the first round of the draft, would you play this season? Mm. Kind of what are the big questions of the day? You're pretty, you're really, you're really pretty sure. I know a lot of guys, it's a toss up where you are, but you think you're probably top 15. I would depend on who I'm playing for. If I'm playing at Clemson or Alabama Ohio State, somebody who has something else to play for aside from, hey, I'm just going to play and then I'm going 
going to go to the combine, get drafted in the first round. You know, Trevor Lawrence wants to win an, uh, another national title, wants to win a Heisman. Justin Fields wants to prove that he's better than Trevor Lawrence. Um, there's a lot more at stake for some of these players, certainly the quarterbacks at those universities. But if you're playing for Minnesota, you're playing for Penn State, you're playing for whatever school that might seem secondary to those who are going to be playing for a national title, I understand it. I just think they're not going to know until they get there. And you, is it worth going through all of this? And it might not even happen. You know, it, it has the feel of Charlie Brown and Lucy. Like Charlie Brown is always ready to kick that football and Lucy keeps pulling it out from underneath him and he always whiffs on it. This feels like a Charlie Brown setup of looks good. Snap looks good. The hold looks good. And then Lucy takes the football away. That's the feeling I'm getting here. Todd, it must be important you've raised your hand twice I in the last did. 10 seconds. We just heard from Brett McMurphy, so I'll let you guys guess whether this is a joke or a real new rule. Now, can he call in? I will find out. Yeah, if we want him to see if he wants to call in. Okay. Okay. I think it's a joke, but the fact that it's on the heels of the Big Ten announcing their conference schedule. Fritzy thought it was real. So, let's see if... Uh, Paulie thought it was real as well. Yes, McLovin. Do we know anything about his sense of humor? Or, <laughs> I don't, have you, I have we, no anyone idea. had a beer with him and know what, it, what he's like? I, I don't know if he's a, a laugh-a-minute guy. I have no idea. We've had him on a few times, and he appears witty. Mm. I think he's got a little snarky guy. Mm. Okay. All right. I uh, watched uh, the highlights since I couldn't watch the games last night. Uh, watched this morning the, uh, the Clippers game against the, the Suns. There's, there's a real race going on right now. I mean, I find it really entertaining. Spurs playing well. Suns are playing well. Memphis trying to hold on for dear life. Uh, who else is? Uh, Portland is in there as well. Portland beating the Celtics. Um, Carmelo looked looked good last night. Yes, McLovin. These are your teams. This I is know. Your, this is your little bracket. You oh. got your Kings and Darren Fox. You got Devin Booker. These are the guys you talk about all the time. Okay, before this storm hit yesterday, I'm in heaven. I'm watching the Mavs against the Sacramento Kings. And it goes into overtime. Like, I was thrilled it went into overtime. I'm like, yes, even more basketball. And it was so weird watching the Kings and the Mavs because at one point I went, oh, my God. Luca's got to have incredible numbers. And, and it, it may sound strange, but when you watch the game, you don't get that feeling. When, when I watch Harden, I know that he's building up some big numbers there. There are certain players you watch and you realize they're putting on a, on a display. He had 34 points, 20 rebounds, and I think 12 or 13 assists. Once again, 34, 20 12. He's a shooting guard. It's almost as if we're starting to take him for granted and he's 20 years of age. This is, nobody's put up these kind of numbers in a game since I believe Kareem did back in 1986, something like that. But you're watching him and he makes it look a lot easier than he should. But it's one thing to put up 34 and 12. He had 20 rebounds. And I know a lot of guys are putting up big numbers here. 
But I was watching Luca, and I'm going, what am I doing here? Like, I'm watching Sacramento and seeing if Sacramento has any life here. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, there's Luca again. All right. Another rebound. And then, and it's not like Russell Westbrook where it felt like he wanted to get a triple-double every single night because that's how he's going to win the MVP. Luca, and I know, as McLovin says, he's a ball hog. He's the, I never said that. Yes, you did. You said no, it this morning. No, I just morning. said that these points are empty. Like, they, they had, went to overtime against the Kings. you empty points. You said this morning, he's as much of a ball hog as Harden is. No, he's exactly the same player as Harden. He just gets the free throw line like 100 times a game because he's impossible to guard. But why are you down on Luca? I well, I I'm sitting here. I'm saying, well, well, how can they go to overtime with the Kings if this guy is dominating so much? <laughs> the like, Mavs, Giannis never goes to overtime. Have you seen the Mavs roster? Yeah, they got they got Porzingis and Luca. What else do I need to see? Sacramento actually has a better balanced roster than the Mavs do. <laughs> I mean, I got Tim Hardaway Jr. I got JJ Barea, Willie Cauley Stein. J.J. Barea? Yeah, I think he's still on the team. Oh, my God. Look at the box score. I think that he's still around? I think he had one point yesterday. <laughs> yes. Like, they only have two. And, you know, Hardaway Jr. can score. That's not a good roster. And are the Mavs the number four seed right now? They're floating in there. Everyone's like a game apart. Do I give him credit? Do I give Luka credit that if they ended up as the fourth seed in the West, McLovin, is that a big deal? Uh, all right, fine. Okay. I'll give you Luca. I don't know why I can't stand Luca. It's not that I can't stand him, but he, he's 21. He's 21. I mean, it's 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 really amazing. If I said you can have Zion or you can have Luca right now. Zion. Zion's oh going like a god. Like, Are you kidding me? Zion's like a point five per minute. He's unstoppable. He's his per 36s are ridiculous. He doesn't play 36. Never. That's no, true. But no. every time he's on the court, he kind of scores every second of wow. the, every possession. Wow. You would take Zion over Luka. Yes. I think Zion's going to win an NBA title. Uh, I think Luka might too. Luka will win an MVP. I don't think Zion's going to win an MVP. Yeah, it'll be like a Harden Westbrook MVP. Where like the sports writers don't look at efficiency numbers and give them to him, and then he goes out in the first round. They said this about Dirk Nowitzki, and then Dirk won a title beating LeBron in the Miami Heat, and that shut everybody up. You remember in that series where he had some, I don't know, he had a cold or he had some kind of flu or whatever, and LeBron and Wade were kind of mocking him on the yeah. floor by coughing, and I just thought, man, that's such a punk thing to do. And I it made me root for the Mavs even more because I'm like, who's LeBron and Dwayne Wade to be punking Dirk Nowitzki going? <laughs> and then they ended up beating the uh, Miami Heat. The uh, three teams undefeated in the bubble, Indiana, Phoenix, and Toronto. I like how people, you know, some of these analysts go, hey, keep an eye out on Toronto. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. They got something going on there in Toronto. Hey, keep an eye out on Portland. Do these analysts watch anything prior to the bubble, or do they understand the rosters here? Like, Toronto won the title last year. Yeah, they don't have Kawhi. They're still a pretty good team. Keep an eye. Keep an eye out on Toronto. Phoenix is fun to watch. And that shot last night by Devin Booker, that is a man 
man-sized jump shot. That was big. Big shot there. And T.J. Warren is uh, leading my Indiana Pacers. Yes, McLovin. You can forgive NBA writers who didn't see T.J. Warren coming, I'd assume. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with him. I didn't see T.J. Warren. Entering the bubble, he had played in 322 NBA games and never had consecutive 30-point games. In the bubble, he's had three consecutive 30-plus point games. I thought that'd be a stat of the day. Apparently, a little strict stat here. Of the day. Somebody fell asleep stat at the, the wheel. Day. Here we go. Here comes stat of the day. There we go. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that one stat of the day. We'll find out if Brett McMurphy was joking when he said that uh, new Big Ten rule this year, the team that has been most recently quarantined gets choice to receive opening kickoff or defer to second half. I think he's joking. The only reason why I thought it was true is because the Big Ten just made their announcement of what was going on with the conference schedule. So uh, we'll see if we can track down uh, Brett McMurphy and ask him. I only want to ask him one question. Were you joking? And then I'll let him go. Your phone calls are coming up. We'll settle on a poll question as well. And we'll be back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Yeah, you got a great race for that eighth spot in the West right now. And you start to look at these teams and you go, how did Milwaukee lose to the Nets last night? Well, Milwaukee didn't have their starters out there. And New Jersey or Brooklyn was an 18 and a half point underdog. So one of the biggest underdogs in the last 30 years in NBA history, pulling off the win. And, you know, the Clippers against the Suns, uh, you know, you start to wonder the motivation with some of these teams. Like the Lakers play Oklahoma City tonight. What is your motivation tonight? Is it better if you lose that game? You know, they got to start to worry about who they're going to match up with first round, second round as well. Do you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James out there playing 25, 30, 35 minutes? I mentioned this. McLevin sent this to me. Give me the uh, tweet by uh, Brett McMurphy. He's the college football insider at Stadium Network. And I have great respect for him. Big Ten just announced their schedule plans. And uh, do you have the tweet, McLevin? Okay, here is a tweet. He sent this out uh, right around the time the show started, 9 p.m. Eastern. At 9 a.m. Eastern. Weird new Big Ten rule this year, colon. Team that has been most recently quarantined gets choice to receive opening kickoff or defer to second half. Okay, we went around the room. Fritzy and Paulie agreed on something for a change <laughs> that, they, that uh, they think that this is an actual rule. McLovin and Seton and myself thought that maybe Brett McMurphy was having a little bit of fun. Brett McMurphy joining us on the program. Brett, is this a real Big Ten rule this year? This is like one of those bits where it's are, are you canadian or are you dead but uh, dan you were right it, it was a joke but i did get a couple of text messages from some four-letter network people wondering <laughs> if it was a real rule or not <laughs> all right well um i'm wondering we saw where connecticut canceled their uh, football schedule but it feels like other schools basically canceled connecticut's football program because if you're playing the acc like these conferences are going to play teams in their own conference 
you have a situa- situation here with Rutgers. I don't know how Rutgers plays football this year. What are you hearing about the Big Ten? I know the schedule just came out. Is everybody confident they're going to be playing football this year in the Big Ten? You know, Dan, they're not. Um, you know, I, I, you know, later today, the NCA board of, uh, or excuse me, NCA directors votes on whether to cancel fall sports championships, and that's basically volleyball, soccer, and cross country. That does not impact FBS football. However, uh, multiple athletic directors I've talked to said if they do cancel those fall sports championships, that ultimately the presidents would probably shut down football because it's not good optics to say we can't, it's not safe to play these non-revenue sports in the fall. And by the way, it's not safe to bring back our entire student bodies back on campus in the fall. But hey, everything's all right. Let's go ahead and play football. So I think that's something to keep an eye on later today. And, you know, people that I've talked to, again, this isn't definite, but they believe Ironically, the Big Ten would be the first one to shut it down. And Kevin Warren, their commissioner, even today said that, you know, look, the schedule's out. But if it's not, if we're not 100% certain on the safety and health of this going forward, we will not have a season. And if that happens, um, a lot of people think every other conference will follow suit. Although some people I talked to said, hey, the SEC will, will forge ahead and play. So I guess if the SEC is the only conference playing, and you win the SEC championship, hello, national <laughs> champions. But then I know these are strange times. We like to call it the new normal. It's the new abnormal. But I, I just I wonder how I, I don't see how college football finishes. They may start. I just don't see how they finish. And I had you know, a source who said Rutgers can't play football this year. You have travel restrictions, quarantine issue. Like there's so much going on here, so many moving parts. I just don't see that happening. I would be surprised if the SEC said, hey, we're going to follow suit if the Big Ten and, you know, the uh, Pac-12, the Big 12, like everybody was shutting everything down. Does the SEC then say, hey, these are really bad optics. We have to shut down, too. You know, I would think so. But again, if each conference is going to do what they think is best for their conference. And if the SEC really believes and I'm not saying that it's it wouldn't they couldn't do it but if they really believe that the the health and safety of the student athletes are not compromised and that there are no issues then yeah i could see them go ahead and playing if you have other conferences sit out yeah we know what the optics would look like and yeah it, we, it would add more to their motto it just means more um but you know this is not the nfl everybody does not do everything in lockstep and that's why you know, you've got four Power Five conferences playing 10 games and the ACC is going to play 11. And then you've got some of the smaller group of five conferences who will play anywhere from, from 10 to 12 games. I mean, there's so many uncertainties this year, yeah. Dan, but the only certainty is this will be unlike in any college football season we've experienced in our lifetime. Thank you, Brett. We appreciate your time and your sense of humor. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. That's Brett McMurphy. He's college football insider at Stadium Network. Yes, McLovin. Don't forget slash stand-up comedian. A joke a minute, that guy. He's funnier than Fritzy is. And he's not trying to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> wow. Section row okay. seat. What's the problem? Why can't we figure out where to sit? Brett McMurphy would have crushed if he did section row seat. He would have. Yeah, he would have somehow tied it into something uh, remotely funny <laughs> Something observational humor. You had the observation. You just didn't have the humor. Which is very difficult in, the, uh, in a comedy club. Oh, man. 
It is going to be really, really dicey here coming up <laughs> with college football. It is. I know. I'm Danny Downer with it, but I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I talked to two people I have great respect for, and they've been around the, the game a long time, and both say they don't think there's going to be a college football season. They said it might start. And they said, don't rule out the SEC going rogue and saying, we're playing football. Opt-out day tomorrow for NFL players, if they're going to decide whether they're going to play or not. We'll talk to Mike Florio about that, a few other NFL items as well. One hour in the books, two more to go. Dan Patrick Show. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.